Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Soulfulpreneur Talk Radio with your hosts, Rachel Archelaus and Megan Grandelmeyer. Merging spirituality and business on the Enlightenment Evolution Network. Hi everyone, Megan Crandallmeyer here with Soulfulpreneur Talk Radio, and I am here with my co-host, Rachel Archelaus. Hello. Hi, Rachel. <laughs> and it is Tuesday, March 31st, 2015, and we are broadcasting live here. It's the last day of March, and I'm happy to see March go because on the East Coast, it mostly snowed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so good for that. Um, so welcome to Soulfulpreneur Talk Radio, where spirituality and business meet. We offer guests and tools to help you live a purposely authentic and joy-filled life. And if you are listening live and you would like uh, to ask a question today or you'd like a reading from Rachel, you can call us. Our number is 347-308-8788. And we welcome your questions. And today's show, we're so excited, we'll be talking about spirit guides and um, just what that involves, what that means to each person. Uh, some people may be very connected with their guides. Other people may feel kind of alone and, and even question the idea. So we're going to explore all those types of topics. And um, Rachel, do we have the chat open? We can open We will it. in one second. Okay. Yes. So if you are, again, listening live and you have a free account on Blog Talk Radio, you can search for Soulfulpreneur and find us there. And there's a chat and you can type in a question or just say hello and we will talk to you throughout the show. And you can find out more about us and our show and listen to past shows if you go to soulfulpreneur.com. And full is spelled with two L's, so it's S-O-U-L-F-U-L-L. P-R-E-N-E-U-R dot com. And you can also find us on Facebook if you search on Soulfulpreneur. And all of our shows are archived on uh, iTunes. And also uh, some of them are up on YouTube and they're also on Stitcher in addition to Blog Talk Radio. And all the shows are also on our blog page on soulfulpreneur.com. Rachel's awesome about writing a little bit after the show and, and posting um, the link to the show there. And we are part of the Enlightenment Evolution Network, which is an, a network for all things metaphysical. And we have a fabulous team of uh, hosts for other radio shows throughout the week. And if you search on Facebook for Enlightenment Evolution Network, you'll find their page and they post a lot about what shows are coming up. And uh, we'll have some info at the end of our show today, letting you know what other shows are coming up this week. And any opinions expressed on Soulfulpreneur Radio by us, the hosts, or guests, or callers, does not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Enlightenment Evolution Network. So, Rachel, we're going to talk about spirit guides today. A fascinating we sure topic. Sure are. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It certainly is. Uh, I, I'm the type that you know. A few years ago, I really. 
I didn't know too much about that concept. I had always heard of, you know, like I have a guardian angel or something like that. Um, but spirit guides, um, I, I think I find that topic really interesting because from what I've read anyway, there's thoughts out there that you have one primary guide your entire life. So you start by maybe talking a little bit about that idea. Do you agree with that? And Yeah, so I used to believe that as well, and I've read it in a bunch of books, you know. And I think, let's just get this out of the way, first of all, there's no right answer for everybody. So I I absolutely believe that we all live in our own reality, and, and though there is a lot of overlap for most of us, there are absolute exceptions to everything, and so no one person is going to fit into what we talk about today. And mm-hmm. um, and I honor and respect everybody's beliefs. So if what we're saying isn't resonating with you at all, then just know that you're probably living in a different way, and that's okay. Um, and also perception is huge. Like two people could see the same spirit in front of them and one will see it as an angel and the other will see it as like a reptile. You know, our brains and our filters have a huge effect on what we perceive as our reality. So that can also be a really big thing for people Um, because some people do believe that everybody has one angel and that's it, right? And that's true for them. Other people see it differently and other people might see like a little mole person, you know, like, there's no right or wrong answer to that. Um, but to get back to what you were saying, I I think we have guides who help us out for as long as they're necessary. Some people will have one guide their whole life, and some people will um, kind of trade in their guides as they grow and evolve for different ones and new ones, and some will add to their team Um yeah, it's a little more flexible than just having one guide for life. Hmm. Do you, did you watch the movie It's a Wonderful Life when you were younger or even now? I remember the name, but I don't I don't really remember the movie. Can you talk yeah, about it? Yeah, it's an old movie and the main character is having a bit of a a life crisis. He's um it's kind of around the time that um the market crashes in the 30s and and he's kind of this this person that is a is the glue in town like he he runs the small savings and loan and takes it over when his dad passes away and then all this stuff happens and he feels really overwhelmed and he feels like in his life he hasn't made any kind of difference to anybody so he has this experience somewhat like a dream where he gets to experience his life as though he never existed like he's never lived in the town or ever existed as a person in general and he had like a uh, an angel or guardian type person come from the heavens to show him what life in that town would be like if he never existed. And so to me, in some ways, it was like Clarence um, was this angel or spirit guide that came down. And he was there for a really specific reason for that main character for this crisis in his life. So I, I do, my gut tells me that you do get help when when you are in a crisis or when you have a big situation and i think you get help from from a being that's the right one for that task that, yes. that crisis or that drama yeah yeah 
Have you had any an experience like that at all or in your life, like where you got a different guide because you were going through a hard time? Absolutely, yeah. Um, one, one was really specific. So this was a time when I was still with my ex-husband and um, I was trying to disentangle myself from him. I was trying to, um, like, like have my own life and have my own feelings and not base what I was feeling so much on his opinion. And we all kind of get that, right? Like when we're too entangled with someone. So Mm -hmm. I didn't really know how to do that. So I was doing as much as I could just living my life and trying to have my own opinions. But at night, this specialist started coming. And I had no other word for her other than to call her a specialist. Um, because that's just what it felt like, you know, like instead of seeing your general doctor, this was a a specialist. (laughs) So (laughs) she would come and she would, the the visual I got and the experience I had was that she was pulling our past lives out of me. Like she was reaching into me and pulling out all of the memories I was still holding from the lives that we'd had together in the past. And I could see what was happening as she was doing it. I, you know, I saw myself stab him in the back with a knife. I mean, uh, not a knife, a sword. I saw, um, you know, I saw him die. I saw so many things that were related to what we've already experienced together. And a lot of it made sense as I was viewing it. Like, oh, of course, like this is what happened. And of course, that's what happened. And... And she came uh, a couple nights in a row. I ended up not wanting to watch all of it, so I did go to sleep. And that was okay. She she kind of alluded to me that I didn't need to watch it for it to work. And it's important to know that she never spoke to me. Um, it was more feeling, you know, like like she like I'd have a thought and then she'd kind of smile her energy at me or... If it was, you know, if I was thinking something in the wrong direction, she would kind of close off her energy a little bit to me. There was no verbal communication, and the the interaction we did have was very subtle. And so it was very interesting. And I did have some contact with that certain specialist a couple of years later, again, doing the same thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, she was very helpful. <laughs> wow. So so you bring up an interesting point which is uh even you as as a very openly um in, intuitive psychic person this communication is really subtle and my guess is a lot of people listening are probably going to ask well how will I know if if a spirit guide is is trying to communicate with me? You know, me as, you know, analytical Megan, you know, would like the person to show up at my front door and ring the doorbell and come in and give me some advice, <laughs> but it doesn't seem to work that way. So, yeah. so what are some tips for people? Like, how, how do we know when we're getting those nudges? And is there a difference between feeling something from, like, your higher self versus something called a spirit guide? Well, yes and no. I mean, depending on what level we look at it, we are our spirit guides. We are everything around us. If we come from that higher perspective, there's no separation between our guide and our higher self or 
our guide, our higher self, and us right now and like our physical experience. So in that sense, we are we're never alone because we're creating all this and this is our our own experience. But also on another level, even if you can't feel or hear or see your guides, you are never, ever alone. It is impossible for you to be alone. There is no such thing as alone. Um, You can have the experience of being alone, but it's only a perception. I can't stress this enough. Even if you can't feel your guides or even if, you know, you're trying to hear them in a meditation or see them, if you're not getting that experience that you're looking for, it doesn't mean they're not there. They're always there. You are always in communication with them, even if it's not um, on a conscious level. And they're always sending you love and support, and they are supporting you, even if it's under the radar. So just want to get that out of the way. Um, and and even if you can communicate with them, like what you were saying of how it's subtle, you have to remember to communicate with them. Like it's not just, it's not like once you're able to see them, they're always there by your side, you know, 24-7, and you can see them. Um, if you choose to do that, you can, but I don't know many psychics who do choose that. Like, if I want to talk to them, I have to kind of have that intention. I have to think that I want the connection. I have to adjust my eyesight, which takes, you know, a second or two so that I can see them. It has to be a deliberate thing. They're not normally just there in the room. Um, mm-hmm. So it's setting your intention. But not normally. Yeah, it has to be something that I choose to experience. Sorry, my cat is digging a hole into a plastic bag. It's really cute, but I know it's probably really loud. <laughs> Bucky. <laughs> I'll be right back. Oh, my. Yes, the the cat Bucky. issue. Mine is in the basement, which is why it's so quiet in my studio. Because mine's a little crazy. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, that's okay. You're back. <laughs> Gotta love kittens. They make your day so much better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I think that we, it's important. I know one thing that I do now more than I used to. I mean, I didn't grow up in a particular religion, and nor do I... Um, necessarily believe in organized religion, not that I'm against it. I just don't feel I need a specific religion for myself. But I do find myself just putting more thoughts and just more seeking when I have a question or I'm looking for some help. I set the intention and and just put that out there. Like, I'd I'd love a little help here. I'd love a sign. uh, You know, which, which opportunity should I take or how can I be more creative or whatever it is I'm, I'm looking for. Do you think that that's effective um, by just setting your intention and and putting thoughts out there? Do you think that spirit guides, because again, my understanding is that spirit guides don't necessarily offer help unless you ask, like you need to open that door. Yes. 
they I mean they're always helping you um but if you want an answer then you do need to ask um because otherwise you're not going to know the answer is coming right if you don't specifically and deliberately ask for something you won't even recognize it if it crosses your path so mm-hmm. yes asking your guides for guidance is the first step in really um opening up to them and another thing I I think this is so important and this is definitely something that you can talk about Megan not everyone is going to have an extrasensory relationship with their spirit guides because some of you are going to be um pushed in a direction of connecting with your guides through living like through being in the physical world. You're not going to, it's not going to be beneficial for you to connect with your guides through like telepathy or feelings or seeing their energy. I have, I've done so many hundreds of spirit guide readings and, and there are some guides and some people who, um, who need to experience their guides through signs that come through their, their daily life. And, and that's not because they aren't intuitive or they're not psychic or they can't do any other things. In fact, these people are often highly intuitive, but it's because they need to be more integrated into life that that's how it works for them. So um, that's when you're really going to want to pay attention to the insects and the animals that you see in your life, to the patterns of numbers that you see, um, to the colors of cars that you see, like those are all guide messages, and and those are the things that you're you're asking about, and that's how the answer is coming to you. So it's not always going to come in the form of like your guide, you know, pulling up a chair and going to sit next to you and you can have a conversation. Sometimes it's just going to be in your immediate environment. And I know Megan, you have plenty of stories about that stuff. Yeah, especially when you and I were working together um, when I was doing some coaching with you. Um, the guides had a good time with me uh, and and kind of, yeah, like I, I think my favorite story would be um, I, I used to, I noticed that as I started opening up more, I would see like white Audis around. And, and I think the reason that that particular car I would notice was, its logo is very much almost like an infinity sign in that it's circle after circle, like linked together, um, no beginning, nor no end. And so I just kind of attributed it to that. But I um, started to have these interesting things happen where one day in particular, I remember going out, I, w- I was going to be leaving and I need to go out and mail something. And I walked out on my driveway and a red Audi went by. I'm like, oh, there's, there's one of those Audis, and it was bright red. And I'm like, oh, you don't see those very often. And I mailed my letter, and then I got in my car, and I turned right and headed down my street, and another red Audi came by. And I was like, wow, two in one day. That's weird. Hmm. And then I drove a little bit later. I was meeting somebody. I kept going down my road, and another red Audi came by. Like, wow, okay. 
So I kind of thought, I kind of even said a little thought, like, okay, spirit guides, you have my attention. This is this is kind of interesting. <laughs> so um, so I, w- I went on, and I was not going very far, and I had a meeting with someone um, at local Starbucks, and it was the first time I was meeting her. And uh, it was a great visit. She actually was very spiritually oriented, and so a business meeting kind of turned into talking about some more interesting life topics, which I loved. And, and um, so it was a great meeting, and we ended up, you know, we walked out together and um, said our goodbyes, and she headed to her car, I headed to my car, and what kind of car did she drive? A red Audi. (laughs) Like, wow, okay, guys, like, totally got it. So it was just this really neat um, thing. It was probably one of the strongest um, times where I really felt connected. Like, you know, the universe was saying, hey, everything's okay, and this meeting's good, and you're in the right place, just keep doing your work. So it was kind of a fun story. Yeah, I love that, you know, because that stuff just doesn't happen by itself, right? And right. even if it did, you wouldn't notice it, but you noticed, and that's the important part. Mm-hmm. So if if there are things, like just the other day, um, I started seeing crickets everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. in weird places, too. Like I was at, at a mall. Yes, it's an outdoor mall, but it's still a mall, and everything's paved. Um, there was a cricket, a really big one, right on the sidewalk right in front of me. And so I picked him up, and, you know, I, I love insects, so it was pretty cool. Um, but then I saw one weeding in my yard, and, and then I saw one a couple days later while I was weeding again. And I was like, okay, I finally, you know, realized I have to look up what cricket means. Yeah. And it was the perfect message for me. It was, you know, getting me through a little moment of doubt saying that everything was great, you know, I just need to uh, work on a, a certain mindset. And and it was beautiful. And so even though my guide could have told me that or, you know, my higher self could have sent me a little message, it was more meaningful to have it come through that external way because in a sense it's more powerful because you see that your life, your your physical life, the thing we always think of as being so set in stone, is just energy. It's just us creating that. And it's it's a big co creation of all of our multi dimensional layers and and when you can feel that inside of you, it's very powerful. Well, I always, when I start to feel my doubts or, or um, just ha- having a rough time, I, I always go back to that whole idea that, you know, everything I'm perceiving is a creation and a reflection of what's going on on the inside of me, my true inner self, and what am I trying to tell myself? Um, and to just pull up as an observer and say, all right, what is this telling me? And so... Yeah, everything that happens, you can interpret it however you like. Like, I could have just said, oh, the four or five red outies I saw is a coincidence, or maybe I could have just not noticed at all, or maybe that was my way of interpreting energy and, and just almost seeing my guides coming through as red cars, you know? So mm-hmm. um, it's, it is Oh, and that's an interesting observation too, Megan, because your guides are very colorful, and there are a lot of them. So that's that's I've never heard you say that before, and I never put that together. But that's really good observation. Mhm. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, 
Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think we can interpret energy as just energy, and we interpret it however we would like. It's there, but how I mm-hmm. see things, we could both be looking at the same ten people, um, and how I see them and how you see them are going to be quite different. And you might even see 12 people, and I only see 10, you know? <laughs> how do <Yeah>. we know? <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's it's Very interesting. Um well, it looks like we do have some um, people who want to ask a question. If if you're listening live uh, to this and you would like to call in and ask a question or join the conversation, you can call 347-308-8788. And you do need to press 1 on your keyboard so that we know you want to speak so we can unmute you. Um, so, Rachel, do you want to take a question? Yes, I do. Um I'm just going to go in order here, and I'm going to go to 435-799. Do you have a question? I sure do. How are you guys doing? Great. How are you, and what's your name? Good. I'm Christina. <laughs> hi. Um, hi. Okay, so I've kind of got an oddball question, so just bear with me. Um, I'm working on my own psychic ability. I've been trying really hard to connect with my spirit guides, and for some reason I don't feel like I can. Um, I see a bunch of people, random people, when I'm meditating. I don't know if that's them, um, but I'm just wondering if they uh, want me to know anything that has to do with my psychic ability. Yes, Um, and they're right here. They popped right up when you called in. and Perfect. They're showing themselves to me. Well, there's one main guide who's showing himself, and he's showing himself as a very light gray person in front of a back uh, a black background. So what he's trying to say is that he's very subtle. He's almost like a whisper. And if you can imagine if you have like a hot cup of coffee or a hot cup of tea, the steam that comes up from it, um, sometimes you notice the steam with your eyes, right? Like you'll see something moving in the air and you'll look over and it'll be steam. That is exactly what he looks like. And okay. he is working with you and he will show up in your room, but that's what you're looking for. That like a little little glimmer of movement in the air that's really subtle. Um, that's him. Okay. And he's is very he excited me up at- about this too. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> now, is he waking me up at four in the morning? Because I'd ask him not to, but... Someone likes to, like, wake me up constantly at four. Yeah, well, that is the energy um, that you're working in right now. And the best thing that you can do with that is wake up and and grab a a pen and a piece of paper and say, okay, what? What do you want me to know? And then just start writing. Um, And Daniel actually, we just did a spirit guide class on Friday. Daniel led us through a process that was called free writing where even if there's no words, like you don't wait for the inspiration to write, to start writing. You write anyway. Even if you have to write, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. This is boring. I don't get it. Eventually you'll connect with the energy and allow it to come in. And then you'll actually get the juice of the message. All right. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. I think the most important awesome. thing with that is just don't think about it. 
at all. Don't think, don't question. Once you start thinking, I think it shuts oh, that yeah. down. Yeah. No, that's so absolutely one of the things. Yeah. <laughs> don't judge what you're getting. And, yeah. So, awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck Thanks, with everything. Christina. Have fun with that. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. So that's interesting what um, Daniel Scranton had people do where he said just start to write something, huh? And and maybe if you just write, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing, that's almost like a mantra thing where you're you're giving your your brain, your ego something to do to to relax. Yeah, I think so because, you know, it gets you over into that flow state where you're, you're not, like you said, like you're not thinking, you're just doing and you're... Because all we really need to do to access our psychicness is is to open our faucet, how I call it. It's like there's two channels. Um, we can either be in our mind and thinking, or we can have our faucet open, which allows that higher information and energy to come in. And if you're constantly trying to have a conversation and and you're like, okay, where are you? I can't hear you. What's going on? okay, I'm waiting, you're blocking what's trying to come through. So you have to kind of relax and open up and and be receptive in order for that information to come in. Yeah, I I think that that's key because I think when people, like even when Christina said, you know, I'm really trying to connect with my guides when I'm meditating, I think by setting almost an expectation you're shutting yourself down a little bit. Like like you said, like I'm not hearing you. You're I, I can't I, I'm not sure if I'm doing this right. But instead it's surprising sometimes how information comes through in other ways. You know, maybe the our caller, Christina, will never hear them in her her mind, but she may start having more and more synchronicities or it, it I think the signs from guides come in all different ways and if we kinda of drop the expectations of oh I'm gonna hear a voice in my head. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would be helpful. Yeah, absolutely. You know, my mom, I, she listens to the show, so hi, Mom, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. She used to get poked in the back while she was driving by her guides years ago, and it, you know, bothered her. Like, she didn't like it. It was, I think they, you know, they kind of poked kind of hard there and got a little sore. And and so she shut down the communication there. And recently she's been wanting to open that back up, but in a different way, obviously not getting poked in the back while she's driving. <laughs> and so she started meditating and sending, just sending energy through her body, just laying there and feeling the energy moving through her body. And at first she tried to see her guides, but they wouldn't, you know, nothing really happened. She was just feeling energy. But then she kept doing it, and eventually, I think about a week in, so it didn't take that long, some faces appeared in her meditation, and they were her guides. So losing that expectation, just letting your meditation be what it is, yeah, you're opening the space for what you actually want to happen. That's awesome. That's great news about your mom. Boy. I know. Uh, Yeah. And again, like it... (laughs) I know. Come to Sedona and see me, and we'll hang out, and uh, you'll see your guides. 
<laughs> but yeah, she had, she had a really incredible trip and, and so much validation from so many different places for her. So it was really great. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, all right, should we take another caller? Sure. All right. I will go to... Um, Oh, sorry. Just uh, looking down at like my... 323. Yeah, let's go there. <laughs> it's so funny. I thought that was me at first. It was obviously nope. not me. <laughs> so 323348. Hi. Hi. What's your name? I'm Nadia. Hi, Nadia. Hi, Nadia. Um, Hi, guys. I'm really enjoying your conversation. It's great. Great. Welcome. Great. And what was my, what do you have going on? What would you like to know? Well, my God's really pushed me to call you. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, so one of the things that I do is that I really get in touch with angels and my ancestors, and I get a lot of inspiration from my environment. I just um, would I be on the right track with with that? Like, is that that right? I guess I'm asking you to affirm it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm just looking into that. And um, I feel the depth, like the depth is necessary there. Like, Like you have, you can use your psychic information and your connection to the earth to go really deep and get them like new information and kind of be a new channel for the earth. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does, and 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 they're just um, asking you. You've got to tell me something. So I don't know what you've got to tell me. That's you've got to give me a message. I'm going through a lot of change at the moment, and I'm I'm at the crossroads, and I really don't know if I'm going to make the right decision or not. And how do, how am I going to know? Because I've got a lot of options. Yeah, I mean, are you contemplating a move out into the country, or a move where you'll be closer to? Um, living like a really natural lifestyle i mean eventually um i would love to do something like that i mean but right now it's it's more career career wise um you know calf and i'm and there's many options open and and i'm always trying to serve you know the higher power so i i don't really have a choice as long because I'm, I'm sort of one of those people who jack of all trades master of none so i can do anything kind of thing but i'm just not sure well, how do I know I'm going to be on the right path? Yeah, well, part of that, part of the, I guess, the trick of living like that is knowing that, yes, you could do many things, but following your intuition to the life and the career that is most beneficial for you and for the world is the key. It's not always something that you're going to be amazing at in the beginning either. It may be something that you need to learn how to do. Um, But I guess the biggest message they're really wanting me to tell you is you are a new channel for the earth. You are a new communicator for the earth. You're like the earth advocate, but not, not necessarily in an environmental kind of way, in an energetic, evolutionary kind of way. Like the earth... Yeah, the Earth's vibration is much higher than ours right now. And and a lot of people are having trouble staying in tune with where the Earth is and um, 
and we can learn so much from the earth kind of being a way shower. So that's kind of the direction of the career I'm seeing you in. I'm also seeing you bringing people out into the wilderness and having sessions with them, giving them information, kind of being a channel. And and you have the biggest blessing. Your whole guide team is just like lined up right now and bowing as like a yes, move forward, you're ready kind of thing. Um, so yeah. I think just knowing that that's really important for you to follow through on. Yeah, thank you. I think sometimes I, I forget to include myself in the equation. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You're not here for others. You're you're really here to do what you feel best doing, and that is yeah. what is going to help the most people. Right, cool. Okay, well, God bless. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you're welcome. Megan, do you have anything to add? Thanks. No, just kind of what you touched on in the end. Um, I know Nadia said that you know she yeah. she likes to choose uh, opportunities that will benefit, of course, herself and others. And I think you do have to think about yourself first because if you're happier, if you're doing work that resonates with you, your vibration is higher and you're going to be sending that out right. to whoever is around you. And there's no right answer there that, oh, you should help these people and not these people or in some ways, you'll you'll never know uh, exactly how the ripples coming out of you will affect people. But as long as you feel right, the ripple is it's going to do good things. So don't over analyze. There's one wow. right right answer. <laughs> There's not yeah, really wow, one right that's, answer. Yeah, no, that's really um, wise. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Thanks so much for calling. <laughs> And how cool is that? I love your energy. That's really amazing. Um, it sounds like you are in Australia, and you should definitely hook up with our friend Angelina Vilar, who was on last week's show. She does a lot with the earth and um, and drumming and shamanism, and you guys, I think, could have a really great conversation. So either hook up with us on Facebook, and we'll give you her info, or listen to last week's show and um, connect with her. That would be a really great pairing, I think. Yeah, that's a great idea, Rachel. Yeah. yeah. So such a pretty accent, huh? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So. so I would really like to talk to you, Megan, about, you know, are there any experiences that you can share with us of dealing with a guide or your guides? Like, how does it, how does it feel to you? Was it how subtle was it? You know, what did you get out of it? Because I would love to really give some examples for people so they don't think that, right, like it's, you know, somebody is going to knock on the door and then and come in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think what I've worked on the most uh, is the ability to uh, not... Uh, let the ego or, or the the critic, the roommate in my head, as our past guest Kyle Cease talked about, um, <laughs> stifle what feels like a nudge or an inspiration. And I still work on that. Like right now I'm um, doing quite a bit with photography and I'll head out with my camera and no particular destination. And I just kind of ask my guides, higher self, whoever wants to come through, um, 
let's go do this and let's just explore. And and it's, you know, everybody, when you go out with a camera, of course, you want to come back with great images. But it's this great exercise that I've been doing where I just allow myself to go out with no real expectation and, and just let that inspiration flow um, and and not criticize like oh why don't you go down this street or that street and and roommate in my head might be like well, that street's boring you've been down there many times there's nothing interesting to photograph there but learning to not um stifle that and listen to guides who are like no you, you might want to explore this and just you know keep going that's kind of my latest thing i've been working on and just trying mm-hmm. to be in that moment and, and let that flow happen and it's been fun and, and yet I do get great pictures from the oddest places. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's That's an amazing example because it's, it's a real example of embodiment and, and being at one with your environment instead of kind of fighting with it, right? Like we Accepting are, it. yeah, we are our environment and if you feel a nudge to go down a particular street it's coming from you knowing what's down the street and so that's kind of what you're tapping into right now it's like you're trusting the bigger part of you to see ahead and that is that shift right there it seems small but that is what opens up everything because now you're trusting the part of you that does see into the future and does know what's around the corner and does know where to go for the easiest clients and the, the happiest vacations and, you know, everything. Exactly. Just, um, yeah. yeah, quieting the roommate and and just following that, that gut. You know, I had a great time. I went into um, New Haven, Connecticut this weekend to do uh, some what I call street photography, which is just to go down with with a lens and and shoot people on the street and buildings and and whatever and uh, didn't overthink it. I've been studying photography a bit um, because I think you can learn from others' work, but at the same time, trusting myself and knowing I intuitively know that I have a, a good eye. Of course, I can always get better, um, but. I came back with some interesting shots, and one in particular I shared with a group uh, that I follow on on Facebook, a local photography group, and I posted a photo and, um, you know, got interesting feedback where people were looking into the picture even more than what I saw. Um, and and I thought that was great because it was, I think I needed others to point out, like, look what you created here. Look at the interesting geometry you created and and uh, look at how that shadow actually creates almost like a pitcher's mound in the middle of the street and so forth. I'm like, wow, um, I have to trust, you know, that that creativity is, is flowing um, mm-hmm. and, and it's a gift. And, and so, yeah, so it's it's been... For me, photography, people paint, people write music, whatever. Uh, I think just my piece of advice for today is allow yourself to start playing with that creative part of you because I think it's in us, and I think our guides love that (laughs) and can come through more strongly when you're just being creative and playful versus, you know, should I get buy these shoes or that shoe? You know, I don't know they care as much, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just well, like you're saying, that 
following your creativity and trusting is opening your faucet. It's the same connection. Yeah. So if you're allowing yourself to be more openly creative and more trusting, then you are able to have more psychic and intuitive experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Is my line choppy? Is like, is my line cutting in and out? Not for me. Did you? Okay. Because get- your line is a little bit. Is it? So maybe you can call back in. Is that possible? Um, yeah, I can. Okay. I, well, we'll be here. I don't know. I'm called in as um, the host. I don't think I can actually. I think you can because I've gotten booted off before as the host, and then it says, "Are you are you still on?" And you just call back in and say yes. Um. Oh, maybe if I end it through Skype. Yeah, I'll do it that way. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so while Megan is is getting herself back on, um, I'm going to take another caller. So let's see. Um, this is six one zero seven five one. Hi. Uh, hi. Thanks so much for taking my call. Uh, absolutely loving the conversation you guys are having, learning a lot. It's really good. Awesome. And what's your name? It's Dee. Dee? Yes. Great. And what would you like to know? Um, I'm trying to, I I have a great job and um, I'm really enjoying my work, but, you know, something seems amiss and I'm just trying to find um, I'm just hoping that my guides could give me some indication if there is a career or a path coming my way that would be more uh, spiritually aligning with uh, my purpose, with what I need to do, if there is any uh, message for me in regards to that. Yeah, so it's not going to look like a career move at first. Um, and how I'm going to describe this may not make sense because I'm kind of channeling it from then as I'm saying it. But if if you could picture that you're you're in the air looking over a water park, and there is like um like a fake river that's going around in a circle, and people are on rafts, right? And they're going along this fake river. To them, it seems like they're going, you know, kind of straight. They're curving around. You know, the people in the rafts, they can't see the whole circle. Mm-hmm. But but you're in the air, and you can see the whole circle. So you know that those people on rafts are going around in a circle. Right. Um, I'm not exactly sure why they're wanting me to give you that analogy, but what you're going to be doing that's going to give you the leap over into a new career is going to come either through like some class, some random class that you feel like signing up for um, or some like little volunteer job like doing a car wash or a bake sale or something for an organization. Mm-hmm. That is what's going to be the path for you to open up and be more um, spiritual in your work. So okay. look out for those and see like, what am I interested in doing? What do I feel like doing on a whim? That is what's going to get you on that on that path that you're searching for. So currently I'm in a, a very technical uh, field, and I think what I'm all, I've always been pulled to is more um, 
uh, like a hearing modality or something along those lines. And but, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not really sure if that's uh, like I, I don't get a sense of because there's so many ideas that come to my mind, and I always think, okay, this is a message, and then I pursue it. But then it's just um, I just feel that it doesn't really pan out for whatever reason. It's either I can't finish it because I'm busy or whatever. Okay. There's always some kind, something a lot that comes in the way. That makes sense. So, so, so here's how their analogy plays in. When you are taking these new classes or following your intuitions, like for these new healing modalities, you're feeling like that's going to be it. That's going to take off. That's a straight line. That's going to be your new career eventually. But when it comes around to be the circle. You're like, what the heck? How come this isn't what I wanted? Why isn't this working out? And so mm-hmm. they're telling you that, what? well, first of all, what you're doing is enhancing every part of you anyway. So even if it doesn't look like you have a new career, you're living a new life because your perspectives mm-hmm. are opened up. You're learning more. You're connecting more with your higher self. And so even though it looks like you're going in a circle, you're really not. But um, they just say keep going. Like everything that you're doing and and all of these inspirations that you keep having are there for a reason and they're bringing you toward where you want to go. It's just that right now isn't the time for a totally new career. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Megan, do you have anything you want to say? Yeah. Well, she reminds me of me (laughs) in a way. Yeah. Um, and I also am, um, in a technical field. I mean, I, I was software trained as a software engineer and I do website design and I still do that. And there was definitely a time where I, you know, was feeling restless and I felt like, I don't know if this is really what I'm supposed to do. I should be doing something more. And as I let myself expand and start looking for new things, I felt the way Dee felt, which was, well, this is great, but this isn't it. Like, this isn't what I'm going to do next. However, personally for me, it may not be for you. Everybody's different. For me, what happened was I found doing a variety has been wonderful. So I still have my web design business, but I also teach a psychic development class. I do this radio show. I do photography. I love to cook and and all of these things have provided some balance so that I'm not only in the technical. You may be feeling a bit heavy because you, you're in technical so much. So just allow yourself a hobby, something on the weekends that's, okay. that, that is lighter, not with the expectation of, oh, it's going to turn into something. Just just play and keep playing. Mm-hmm. And I think over time it may more it, it could morph into something else, or you may find that you're a little bit happier in your technical because you've balanced yourself with with um, something else on on the side that brings you a, a lighter feeling and maybe a healing feeling. Okay, no, that does sound good. Um, maybe I'm yeah, I'll try and look into that. The problem is that I do a lot of traveling with my work, and I think that's what's kind of pulling me. Draining mm. me because I just feel like I don't really have much time to just kind of relax or uh, get in touch with my spiritual self. Yeah, and, well, maybe uh, there's a little disconnect there. Maybe with traveling, 
It's amazing to me. Like I just traveled just within Connecticut um, yesterday to meet a client. So I was in a in a corner of Connecticut, never been before, and I was surprised how many spiritual centers I found in these couple of small towns. So you, maybe if you do have a little bit of time when you're traveling for work, maybe you can explore. You know, maybe there's a yoga studio and you can just take a drop-in class or. Um, get Reiki from somebody that's in a different part of the country. I don't know. Maybe take advantage of that, that traveling. That's that's a great idea. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, Dee. Yeah, I I totally agree, Megan. Um, Your opportunities are always present. So if you're traveling and you feel like you want to be more spiritual and more connected... There's definitely perfect ways for you to do that. Like one of my favorite things to do is is get meditations or courses um, that I can listen to on a plane or in the car. And I'm constantly learning new stuff that way because I, I love to travel too, but I, I, you know, I take advantage of the time and listen to new things and listen to spiritual podcasts and courses. And um, I write a lot when I'm traveling. So there's definitely a way for you to incorporate all that you're are feeling and being drawn to with the situation that you currently have. Totally. And sometimes that is the, the little lesson. It's like, how can I have everything I want right now? Mm-hmm. That is totally possible. And that sometimes, you know, requires thinking outside the box and let going of some resistance. Very true. Sometimes you have to think a little creatively there. Um but, yeah, you're right. You don't have to be in a certain place or do a certain thing to have a spiritual focus in your life. Uh, you can meditate in a hotel room. You can meditate at home. You know, you can work on an art project on the road. Um, there's a woman I follow who does a, a Monday night, like, online class for people that can tune in, and it's almost like YouTube Live, and she paints and all that. But she has little notebooks and watercolors that she can take with her. She can literally paint anywhere. She's sitting in the car waiting to pick up her kid from soccer. She will paint. And mm. uh, and I'm thinking, That's you know, beautiful. to me, analytical Megan would think, well, you got to be at a table and you, and you need some newspaper and you need your big set of paints and all that. And it's like, absolutely not. You could go with a couple of pens and a notebook or watercolors or whatever and paint anywhere. So, yeah, I think we just sometimes get in our heads that it has to be a certain way <laughs> before yeah. it's spiritual enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and it's all going back to claiming this as our own creation. You know, if if you have a thought or a desire to do something, there is a way to get it done. That's mm-hmm. the whole, that's it. If you're talking yourself out of it, that's your issue. It's not that's not meaning it's not possible. It's yeah. really getting you go, go ahead. Yeah, it just it just might look different than what you expected it to look like, right? Yeah. So it's that expectation again. Yeah. And and all we're going for in the end is a feeling anyway, a feeling of accomplishment. So if you can paint in, in a little notebook sitting in your car waiting to pick up the kids and you can create something that makes you happy, it's a little flower or a little whatever, isn't that what you're going for is the happy feeling and not necessarily that the picture has to be forever and ever? Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah. Sometimes I have to remind myself of that too because I'll tell you the the critic in my head when I go and do photography sometimes can be rough, but <laughs> I know. Yeah. And everybody deals with that. I mean, I still do too when I'm creating things. Um but that's the journey, you know. Our journey is to really integrate and be open and trust and and luckily we have plenty of uh practice time. <laughs> Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So, well, do you want to take one more caller? We're almost, we're almost at an hour. I know. We always can go a little longer. (laughs) Well, I can't actually today. I have an appointment. um, That's right. That I need to get to afterwards, but I can take one more. I'd love to. Um, You pick this time, Megan. Oh. Well, we have someone I think maybe is calling in from Skype because it's all one 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 numbers, and the person's been on for 43 minutes. So I'm going to just click um, hello. If you're on Skype and you raised your hand. Oh. All right. I think we lost whoever that was. So that's fine. Um, let's go to 917-929. Hello. Hello. Hi, you're, you're on. What's your number? Oh, we're dropping people. Wonder oh. how that's happening. Okay. <laughs> we apologize if I think blog talk is uh, being a little feisty today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have another person. We'll try one one more. So it's eight oh six seven eight eight. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. How are you? We're great. great. What's your name? I'm Lucretia. Hi, Lucretia. That's a beautiful name. Thank you. And what can we do um, for you today? Want to see what you're getting feelings around um, finances through the rest of the year. I'm kind of in a transition mode where I'm trying to get on my new path, but it's in that transition phase, of, and everything kind yeah. of that block on both sides. And it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> I know, right? So to be honest, what I'm seeing is a very thin line, like. Like it's going to be, you know what it is? It's, you're being stretched, right? But it's also about you understanding what you really need to survive. Like it's almost like you're strong enough to do this. And this is like, this is like a warm up period. <laughs> I don't want to call it a test, though it probably feels a lot like a test of of your endurance, of your stamina, of your belief and faith in what you're doing. Um, but, yes, I do see a very thin line and that things are going to be really tight and you're going to have to make a lot of decisions and hard choices, but that it's all totally supporting you in creating this new life for yourself and it's not going to be like this forever. It's just... It's serving you in some way that you need, and and that's so why it's feeling year. like that. I, you know what, I'm seeing it for, yeah, at least a couple months. Um, and I feel like the more, if you can, the more you embrace it and just be like, all right, well, if this is how it's going to be, then it's going to be the best, you know, rice and beans year of my life. Um that's the kind of attitude that 
is going to put you in harmony with, with receiving more. Does that make okay. sense? Sort of. Um, okay. Um, because our, and I don't want to give you a lecture, because I know I just told you some kind of bad news, but think about it this way. So our our outer world, our results are created by our higher self and our, our harmony with our higher self. And if you can get to a place where even though you feel like you, you're really having a hard time financially, that you feel so abundant that it doesn't matter, that you feel so grateful for every little tiny thing that you have, that will allow things to change. So the time period, I feel, is more up to you, but it but it will probably be a few months at least until things turn around. Okay. All right. Megan, you have anything? No, I don't have anything to add. Okay. Well, well I appreciate you ladies. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and and good luck with this because, you know, the hardest tests come with the best rewards. So I'm sure that this is in place for a reason, that you set it up for a good reason, and that it's going to be really, really amazing on the other side. So try to see the amazing in the now, and that will come a lot sooner. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Great. Rachel, that um, caller that drop the 917 did hop back on. Do you have time? Yeah, let's let's end on a um a great note and I'd hate okay. having someone who's dropped off come back on and not be able to speak. I know, so, yeah, it's so bad. Like, I was watching the dashboard cuz I thought maybe it dropped and it wasn't supposed to. So, um we're bringing on a 917929. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Thanks for having me, girl. I'm so excited. Rachel, I follow you all the time. I love you. Oh, what's your name? Um, LJ. Oh, hi. Yeah, I just I saw your comment on Google Plus the other day. Thank you for that. That's, I'm so glad the Oracle worked for you. Yeah, you're very inspiring. And hi, Megan. Hi. Um, <laughs> the reason I dropped off, I didn't get dropped off. I dropped off because I do readings um, sometimes by phone. That's how I've been making my living lately. Um, I feel really out of touch really quick. I was a legal secretary for like 30 years and I got laid off and I was like, ooh, this is the beginning of my life. And, you know, I moved to South Carolina and things were going great and I was starting to, you know, feel my where I was going and then I started second-guessing myself and I moved home to New Jersey to be back with my family who, since it snowed all winter, I never saw. Um, <laughs> so I said, you know what? I got to get back on track and follow my dream. So I feel really inspired here. I'm near water, and I'm a water sign, so I'm really into that. But um, I really like doing, like you do. I'm I'm an artist, and I'm like Megan, photographer. I love, you know, finding myself. I totally agree that you can, you know, definitely connect when you're doing something that you love. Um, right now, I don't feel like I'm doing what I love, so. I don't know how to get that back. And yeah, I think I'm so, really, 
scared that I won't get it back. <laughs> I think that's probably the issue and what's keeping you from finding it is that fear because right now you're being called into being a bigger version of yourself. And for some reason, I just have to get this out of the way, um, I'm being shown Chicago for you. So I don't know if there's ever been a poll to visit or or to live there or you feel like you have some connection with Chicago, but they like, won't let me see anything else if I don't <laughs> tell you that. It's too cold and snowy there. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. I moved out of the Northeast because I don't want to deal with that, but that's just what they're showing me. So, so if anyone invites you there or you see, you know, a, a seminar or a conference there, take, you know, look into that because that's coming up big time for you. Okay. Um, but your guides are kind of, they're having like a little sit down with me. Like imagine that you're sitting at a, a table and they're all coming up and sitting down with you and they're saying, look, you are ready to really know yourself. You're really ready to be of tremendous service, but you have to get out of your own way in order to do that. And it's not about you. Just like listen to last week, if you didn't already, listen to what Angie had to to do to get into service. She had to say it's about every single person out there who gets a message that they need it's you have a really huge capacity to help and you have a great natural connection with people like i can just hear it in your personality as you're you're speaking you're very warm and you make people feel comfortable and you're ready for more i am i really am and i'm just i i don't feel that excitement or, or even direction. I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. I I honestly know that I love doing artistic stuff and people have been pulling me like, oh, do an art class for kids. You're so good with kids and stuff, but that's their agenda, not mine. So I I want to do what I'm supposed to do and I'm really quite not sure what that is at this point. I'm, I'm like Megan, a jack of all trades, master of none. I can do anything and you know, my friends keep telling me, oh, this is, you know, you've done so good for yourself and, you know, you're on your own. You don't you know, have the corporate job anymore. But really, like, I feel like I'm not doing that great. I feel like I'm struggling and I'm glad they all see it that I'm doing well, but I don't feel it. Yeah, well, well, sometimes what we're really meant to do is blocked by us because we have so much fear around it. Like, I can use my example of, you know, focusing on intuitive drawing. There was always, I've always known that was my bigger thing, but I've always also been very resistant to it because it's like, in my rational mind, if that doesn't work, then I'm totally done because that's basically me. Like when I open up myself and my soul and just flow, that's what comes out. And if that kind of gets rejected, if I can't make money doing that, like there's no purpose for me to be on earth, basically. So yeah, I guess that, that my ego, yeah, my ego mind is was hiding that from me for a very long time. And that's why it feels so difficult to connect with your, your life's work because there's so much at stake according to your ego. So 
You definitely sense. do know the bigger version of you. It's just that you're unsure about it. You're doubtful that it could work. You're doubtful that it could even be a thing. Um, so I would take yourself on a long walk and go down to the water just with a notebook or even a recording device, like record notes on your phone, and just talk. Uh-huh. What do you like to do? What would make you really excited? What would you do if you had a billion dollars? Like, how would you spend your day? Um and then after you went on all vacations and bought your mansions, what would you do then when you got bored? You know, like really dig into yourself because it's already there. Okay. That helps a lot. <laughs> I'm so cool. excited I got to talk to you. Yeah, likewise. I, I love talking to you too. So definitely keep in touch and let us know if you come up with something. I will. And your art is like so inspiring. I, I took your classes and I... It, I totally, I started to open up, and that's why I said, oh, I have to talk to her. And I was like, I hope she fixed me. <laughs> well, thank you so much. That's really great to hear. Thank you both. I love your show. And I'll listen to last week's, and thanks a lot for your direction. I appreciate it. It means a lot. Yeah, you're welcome. Megan, do you want to add anything? No, no, that's great. That's great. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you, LJ, and take care. Awesome. Well, yeah, I know we we need to wrap it up here, but it was a great show. Really wonderful callers and questions, and um, I think it was a fun conversation. Yeah. I love that it was more than just about spirit guides, you know, and and that's really the point that Megan and I were talking about before the show. It's like this this is more than just hearing your spirit guides. This is about your whole life it's about how you experience your world it's about knowing that you're not alone and i'm so glad that we got to cover all of that yeah yeah i and i yeah i think it was really great that we talked about how there's no differentiation in the end with whether it's your higher self spirit guides it's all just inspiration coming from something bigger than you. So yeah. however it comes, just allow it and uh, stop editing it with the roommate in your head. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, and uh, we also wanted to mention that, you know, Daniel Scranton, who does the Monday night show, Heart to Heart um, Talk Radio, and I did a spirit guide class on Friday where we taught four different ways to connect with your spirit guides. And so if you are wanting to connect more and try different methods of connecting, like not just having them knock on your door, Um, although that would be a really cool story to have. (laughs) Um, We do have a link so you can check out more information on that class on on Blog Talk Radio. It's underneath the description of this, and we'll also put it on Facebook for you so you can check that out. It's, um, It's a really great class. It was two and a half hours. And and we talked about a whole lot of great guide stuff. So great. We'll put it on the website as well. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, lots of love. Thanks so much for inviting your guides here to chat with us today and for coming. And um, I really hope you got a lot out of this. And uh, let us know if you want us to do more calls like this. Very good. Yeah, just talk to us on Facebook. Let us know what you want to want to hear for shows. We're always open for new ideas. Great. Awesome. Well, right. I'll play the announcements, and um, we'll let you go. Have a great week, and tune in next time.
Hi, this is Karen Newman from the show About Oneness, and here's what's coming up on the week starting on Monday, February the 9th, until Sunday, February the 15th, on the Enlightenment Evolution Network 1 and 2. Simply put, Rob Gothier, founder of the EEN and the host of the show that started it all, the Enlightenment Evolution Hour has put together the greatest metaphysical radio network ever. Seven days a week, we have shows that will aid you on your path to enlightenment, evolution, and ascension. On EEN1, Monday, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, is Heart to Heart Talk Radio with your host, Daniel Scranton. Join Daniel and his featured guests discussing a wide variety of metaphysical topics. Daniel Channers, The Creators, The Hathors, Ophelia the Fairy, The Archangel Michael, and the latest, The Unicorn Collective. Daniel and his guests will take phone calls and questions, and it's sure to generate high-frequency discussions. You can learn more about Daniel on his website, danielscranton.com, and also on Facebook. Go to the Events tab on Daniel's website to learn more about Daniel's upcoming events. Daniel's guest on Monday is Andy and Jonathan Goldman. They will be discussing the power of sound and the power of your voice. The Goldmans are facilitating World Sound Healing Day on February the 14th, and they'll discuss how you can be a part of it. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, please join hosts Megan Crandelmeyer and Rachel Archelaus for Radio Inspiration, Expression, and Abundance for their show, Soulfulpreneur. Spiritual business specialists Rachel and Megan will bring you inspiring conversations with people who are living their sole purpose. Frequent guests include psychic mediums, channelers, coaches, artists, and authors. They end every show with psychic readings and business coaching. Your questions about your spiritual business or life purpose journey are welcome. Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, is the show that started it all, the Enlightenment Evolution Hour with host Rob Gothier. Rob channels Treb on the first Wednesday of each month and will take callers' questions. And on the third Wednesday, we'll have special guests such as guest channelers and other metaphysical teachers. The other two Wednesdays are freestyle call-in shows to discuss whatever callers have in their mind. Tune in to Rob on Wednesday nights, and you can also find him at trebchanneling.com and on Facebook at the Enlightenment Evolution Network group page. Rob has two special announcements. On April 3rd to 5th, 2015, spend three days with Treb and Aradif in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina during the lunar eclipse. This is a three-day workshop on channeling. Only 30 spots are available. And then on September 19th, TrebChanneling.com presents the Channel Panel, Awakening from Within. Channelers include Lee Harris, Sean Swanson, Daniel Scranton, Nora Harold, Wendy Kennedy, Brad Johnson, Sean Randall, and Rob Gothier. This incredible live event is available in person and also on live stream. The cost of admission is $120 per day or $200 for both days. And on live stream, $50 per day or $100 for both. Go to TrebChanneling.com to purchase a ticket. Rob's guest on Wednesday night is the Reverend Robert Short of Cornwell, Arizona. He is a spiritual counselor and what some refer to as a UFO contactee and channel. His work began in 1952 when he was led by his extraterrestrial sources to Giant Rock, California and the home of the famed UFO contactee George Ventassel. Since then, Robert and his family have all undergone UFO second, third, and fourth type of encounters. Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. Join host Philip Malika with the Consciousness Evolution Hour. Join Philip and his special guests and co-hosts as they discuss the shift, ascension, timelines, metaphysical concepts, and the fifth dimension. Find Philip at the Consciousness Evolution 2.0 group on Facebook and also on YouTube. 
On Fridays, The Earth Experience with Kalina Angel, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. The Earth Experience explores our soul's expansion through our human experiences on Earth. Kalina will help you navigate and expand through the exciting confusions that we are manifesting as new 5D beings. Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Victoria Vivas Kuong hosts Earth Sky People Radio, living in harmony with Mother Earth and awakening to an intergalactic society, bringing to you greater awareness regarding starseeds and extraterrestrial life, living in harmony with one another and with Mother Earth and with life beyond the Earth, the transformative power of music, frequency, and sound, shamanism, ancestral wisdom, and the star nations, intentional communities, self-sustainable and regenerative living, and the interstellar alliance or planet Earth becoming part of an intergalactic society, and much, much more. See all the details at victoriavivez.com forward slash radio. On February 14th at 10 a.m. Pacific, the third international chanting for peace and laughter worldwide celebration with Victoria Vivas Kuong and guests Rob Gothier, Dwayne Hartman, Brad Johnson, Joy Miller, Kalina Angel, Goddess Gloria, New Earth Music with Misha Worldwind, New Earth Tether with Gina Catoli, and many more are thrilled to be leading us in a session of sound healing, dance, and laughter. It's a free event for you to have fun while raising our collective frequency and contributing to the peace of the world. Go to victoriavivez.com forward slash peace and the number three. On Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, is my show about oneness. About Oneness is a radio program focused on celebrating the ongoing conscious awakening of our planet and a realization of oneness. The show for me is about integrating all of my experiences and following my highest excitement, which is tapping into the truth of the universe. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming guests, as well as see many videos of channeling teachings, you can go to aboutoneness.com. My show on the 15th of February will be a re-airing of my interview with my mentor and my spiritual mother, Caroline Hart. On EEN Network 2, on Saturday evenings, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, the Pied Piper and Texas Rebel hosting the show, Disclosure Now. Disclosure Now is the On the Edge of Our Seats show that covers all topics of disclosure, from the world's most famous and obscure UFO cases to cryptozoology, conspiracies, and all things that go bump in the night. Pied Piper started his journey in Michigan in 1993 as a preteen seeing Bigfoot and never can get enough in the investigating of all things paranormal. Texas Rebel is a wild Texas man who loves the same journey and has studied these same things for years. Join them as they cover all things in the human experience that just cannot be answered by anyone. And remember, you never have to miss any show on the Enlightenment Evolution Network 1 or 2. All shows are ready to listen to again immediately after they air on Blog Talk Radio on playback. Or you can go to the Enlightenment Evolution Network YouTube page. Namaste and back to the show. <laughs> 